economically times are hard. So do we need to put in the extra effort in order to remain secure? Do we gain the major satisfaction and meaning from life through our work? Are we willing to look at how we work? Are we completely identified by the results of our work? Work is an area that many of us are afraid to examine. We might find that we use work to alter our mood. We might find that we use work to avoid things. We might find that work is much more than a job. Our work life is worth examining. How about exercise? Do we use exercise to alter our mood? Do we become addicted to exercise and the results of exercise? Do we avoid things through exercise? Like work, this is a tough one to examine. We all need to exercise, so how much is too much? That is why we are taking a close look now. With prayer and meditation, we hope to find a balance point that is in line with our spiritual intent and our ability to share. Let's look at cleansing to move toward becoming ready. The first cleansing action is to examine what we eat and drink. Pick a day. Use the day to examine eating habits and drinking habits. We look at how we eat foods and at our eating rituals. The second cleansing action suggested is to make a special retreat, maybe for a weekend, at least for a day, to practice our examinations and cleansing rituals and to look at becoming entirely ready. Maybe we can go to the mountains or the beach. Maybe a friend has a cabin or summer home we can borrow. It should be a place away from our normal routine where we can be quiet and contemplative. Use the retreat to become as open as possible to all the actions necessary to becoming entirely ready. Another cleansing action many find helpful is to make a day of silence. Don't speak for 24 hours. Don't listen to the radio or stereo. Don't watch TV. Don't read or clean house. Don't distract yourself with any diversions. Just be quiet and open. Let the world enter you quietly. Contemplate this quote by Publilius. I have often regretted my speech, never my silence. The next cleansing action suggested is a period of celibacy. We take some time, a week or more, to examine our sexual patterns and relationship patterns. We learn to become open to relating in a non-sexual manner. We take a close look at our own sexuality and how comfortable we are with it. Be open to our intuition and our spirituality and our sexual life. The last cleansing action suggested is to release the clutter in our life. We take a look in our storage areas and garage. We get rid of the stuff we've been packing around for years every time we move. We give it to a charitable organization. We take a look in our closets. Possibly if we haven't worn it in a year or a year and a half, we give it away. The point is, we quit holding on to things that are useless to us. They may be very important to someone else who will use or wear them. We clean up our house or apartment. Those things we don't use but have been holding on to just in case are let go. Release them. This way we make room in our life for new and exciting things. This is more than just a physical act. It is symbolic of opening our life mentally, emotionally, spiritually for new things. It is very hard to reach for new adventures and growth in our lives when our hands are full, holding on to the baggage and excesses of our past. We are grateful for what we have in our life, taking nothing for granted releasing what we can, getting ready to become more and less and better. Judith shares a story of her attempts to deal with clutter. The first time my sponsor visited my apartment, she was taken aback by how messy it was. She went on and on about the importance of keeping my place clean and how a messy place had a dramatic effect, possibly more on an unconscious level, on my general outlook on life and recovery. 
I told her I just couldn't seem to keep my apartment in order, which resulted in living in a mess all the time. I related feebly that I had turned the problem over to my higher power and I had been praying to have God clean my home. Of course, I had been mistaken then about the role of my higher power in my recovery. Then I went through the being stuck on the third step phase, where if my living space is messy, it must be God's will that I live in a mess. My sponsor and I had a good laugh about my first two attempts to deal with my messy apartment and how these ideas typically visit most of us in recovery as we make progress in understanding how the steps work in our lives. I now know that if I don't want to live in a mess, I need to pray to God for the willingness, courage, and motivation to clean up my own mess.